Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. It's been um, two weeks since the last one. So, you know, there's there's some items that I see Melissa wants to talk about that might have happened within, you know, the two weeks. So what, what's, what's up? What's on your mind? Well, Amber, yeah, there is a few things. Actually, something that, okay, I'll start with, with, with something that happened like a couple of days ago. Um, well, um, in case you don't follow any of the BTS members, uh, you might not know that Jungkook has um, Jungkook's new Calvin Klein. I think it's this like it says SS collection. So I think it's like spring summer collection mm. um, just dropped. So the campaign for that just dropped, and I don't know. It was just it was nice seeing him again, and I just I love the campaign. I love these photos. Um, they also did a behind-the-scenes kind of uh, video thing that I think I watched some of it, but not all of it. Um, but I don't know. It's just nice. I like these photos because um, this is – he took – I think – and I remember when – so this – so for the, the setting for this commercial, I guess, for the video, I guess, commercial was in – what is it called? Grand Central Station? In New York? In New York. Yeah, in New mm. York. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when he I think it was when I can't remember which can't which he was here for something he was here for something in New York <laughs> I don't know what he was here for I can't remember what if it was like the seven promotions or if this was after but anyways he had come here for something and I remember that there was like photos going around on Twitter it was like they were like super far away and super grainy, but it was of him like going up and down an elevator, mm-hmm. and we, and everyone was like, "Oh, I wonder what he's filming for." Um, and it was for the Calvin Klein campaign, and he just looks really great. He has his, he's got you know his chest out, and he has on like a black uh, sleeveless t shirt, and it's just it was just nice. It was it's nice whenever like new BTS news comes out. So I just wanted to. I don't know. Talk about it. I don't know. I was gonna send it to you, but I figured you may have already seen it. Anyways, oh, I think I did send it to you. You I did. I, you. I wasn't gonna say anything, but yeah, you did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, so that was one thing that came out. Something else that came out. I don't know if you saw today. Was it today or late last night? I saw it. Um, that J Hope is coming out with um he's coming out I, and I feel like last year we had heard that he was going to be releasing some sort of documentary or something in 2024 mm-hmm. um I don't know I, I can't remember how people like I don't know how people like find out about this stuff I think like maybe they have like these like you know annual business meeting things and I think that they said that Jin was supposed to come out with an album this year J-Hope was supposed to come out with a documentary um, and I think maybe an album, but mm-hmm. we didn't know like when. Um, and Big Hit just announced it like yesterday that he's going to have, it's going to be a, a special album called Hope on the Street Volume 1. And it's going to have six tracks and it's going to be released alongside Hope on the Street, which is going to be a docu-series that mm-hmm. trails his dance journey. So, and that's coming out the end of March. So, March 29th. And 
pre-order i'm guessing i don't know if the pre-order is a pre-order for the the album or if it's a pre-order for the album and the docuseries um i don't know that's coming but that's coming out that's starting february 19th kst so for us would that be tomorrow or today you said february 19th at what time 11 a.m that's midnight for us right i think that's midnight tomorrow like yeah for us or tonight for us wait they're 13 hours so wouldn't that be like 10 okay i don't know because 11 a.m would be 11 p.m for us right oh no you're right 12 what am i talking about bro you know what i don't even i give up <laughs> so would it be 11 p because now that we're aren't we like are they still 13 hours ahead of us or are they 12 hours ahead of oh, us now? I forgot about daylight savings time. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's I think it, I think we're on their time now. I don't know. I okay. I don't know. But anyway, so that's what I thought was cool that that's coming out, basically. Uh whatever it's coming out for pre-order. But it officially comes out March 29th. And it was cute because um I guess I mean that. Uh, I guess his dance crew from before he joined BTS. Um, I wanna. They might be part of it. I think they might be part of it too. But they released like a because yesterday was also J Hope's birthday, mm-hmm. um, and they released like a dance tribute kind of thing for his birthday. Um, I don't know. That was nice. I just thought that was. I don't know. I don't know. I, I felt like they they released it. I mean, yes, it was his birthday, but I also felt like they released it because they knew that BTS. Sorry, they knew that Hype was or Big Hit was going to release the announcement for this docu series too, and I think they might be part of it. Is the is the docu series or the document? I don't. Know, is it like a movie or is it multiple? Is it broken up? It sounded because it says docu series. Oh, okay. I'm guessing it's gonna be like. <laughs> That's so dumb. Sorry. I don't know why I asked that question. That's so dumb. Sorry. <laughs> With the number of episodes, I don't know how many episodes. Okay. Um, they didn't say. I was wondering, is it going to be in partnership with Disney Plus again, or oh. is or is this going to be like um, Jimin's? Wasn't his through Weavers? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember um, if they said it was in collaboration with Disney Plus or not. They just said, the trailer just says Hope on the Street coming soon. We'll Um, learn more soon. It might, it may just be through Weavers. Yeah, we'll know more soon. Of course, you're going to have to pay for it, so. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I was hoping it was through Disney Plus because I have Disney Plus. Although, I don't know, I know people are like, anyways, I have Disney Plus. <laughs> um, it doesn't say, it's in, I'm looking at the trailer, it doesn't say it's with Disney Plus. Okay. So it's probably, probably Weavers. through Weavers. Yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, and then something, something that happened today, something happened today that I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, just because apparently it was really chaotic and I'm still like looking at like 
articles about what happened. But anyway, so the, the there's a the Han, there's a Hanto music show that was today. I think yeah, I think today was day two. I think it's two days, and basically it's like one of those regular like music shows where there's like a lot of artists that you know perform like like um, music bank similar yeah, to that kind of okay it's, it's pre- presented by Hanto Global Inc. Never heard of them, but okay. Um. Okay. Well, anyways, the reason I want to talk about was that. Um. Oh, it was interesting. Okay, so I was reading more about it. It said the first ceremony for this was held online um, during the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay. Interesting. And it's it, they had the very first in-person uh, show in 2022. So, okay. Yeah, I, think it's, it's, I, I don't know if it's like music thing. I would say it's more like because apparently Hanto is like a, a, a chart, like billboard kind of. Mm-hmm. And they because they said they had the first in person award show and to honor the chart's thirtieth anniversary. Oh, so it's an award show. Yeah, it's an award show. I just yeah, but, it's, but yeah, but it's like a a chart, like a chart award show, kind of like Billboard. Oh, why did I think it was like a? You said I thought you said music show, but so I don't know. Anyways, oh, I meant I meant like. I guess because I think of like if, if one think of like I don't know Asian artist awards or something uh, where it's like drama and like different types of things like mm-hmm. I saw this one I I, I meant like this is like uh, music like got it know. got it I'm all caught up I'm all caught okay. up okay <laughs> I didn't even get to the point of why I wanted to bring it up though because apparently okay so okay so apparently like there was a lot of issues going on in the floor section. Okay. So, like, I think it was, like, standing... I think it may have been, like, standing only on the floor, and they didn't have, like, dividers, really, between, like, the artist section and, like, where everyone else, like, the audience was. And so people were, like, pushing people, and some people were getting injured, and, and some of the artists, I read, said that they... I read that some of the artists, when they were, like, accepting awards, they used some of their time to be, like, you know, guys, please don't push. And apparently it was, like, really chaotic. And, like, I feel really bad for this person, but there was someone who apparently pooped their pants. I don't know how it happened. (laughs) And it's not funny. (laughs) It's not funny, but, like... It's not. the The funny part was that apparently it just, like, must have went places that they didn't intend for it to go and they they put the person who did it posted on twitter apologizing for you know doing so because i mean that's really embarrassing and for them but anyways they apologized and they were like you know if if any of my stool got on your clothes please let me know and i'll pay your laundry fee and i was like why would you publicly maybe i mean happened did it just like they got excited and it happened or like it was one of those things where like they ate something wrong and they just couldn't make it like I don't, like I couldn't move I don't know what happened it I, in my, well I think I think it was definitely an accident mm-hmm. and maybe I don't know I was just <laughs> I was just reading with this I said like I don't know too much about because mm-hmm. it just happened like earlier today but I was just like, that sounds very chaotic. 
in the and apparently someone like summarized it and they were like, Yeah, someone pooped the pants and the whole venue like stank. I was like is it like a small venue then? Maybe you know when I looked at pictures of like the award show like venues, some I was looking at some article I think that mm-hmm. had a picture. It did look kind of small, like kind of like an arena. Okay, because in my head I was thinking like the award show here, they always look like they're spread really far apart. So okay, my head okay. Ooh, I feel bad for that person. Yeah. Um, it's a little, I, I mean, I feel like it's 2024 and at this point, like you should be better at controlling like the audience or like, I don't know, like just crowd control. It seems like they had issues with and making sure there was enough space. I don't know. Cause usually our award shows when they do have like that standing only, it's like little pits that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So it's not like overly crowded and you I never I don't ever see anyone like really like pushing to get to like the stages, I guess. Like it's not like a dangerous push. You might have someone close to you trying to reach, but like I don't see it as like a like a crowd surge or anything type thing going on. Wait, but you said they didn't have the artists or the the pit or the audience and the artists weren't separated? They were separated, but like barely yeah (laughs) or like there just wasn't very good like um well obviously there wasn't good like crowd control Mm -hmm. is commit is probably what happened okay um but i don't know i'm I'm still not over i can't believe they went online and publicly said that that happened to them sorry i still wasn't over that i I wonder if someone may have put up a picture of them or like snapped uh, them and then put it up there like, oh my god, this person pooped their pants at the award show. Ill. You know what I mean? So they kind of had to come out. Or they just care about other people and just be like, you know, I'm really sorry this happened. Yeah. Maybe. That's what I thought. I was like, well, maybe that was like, it was like really bad and embarrassing for them and they just want to make it right. Yeah. I was trying to look to see if I found, because I saw so- okay, that's okay. I saw one article that had a picture of the venue and a little bit more about it. Um, but yeah, basically, yeah, I think it basically it just wasn't good crowd control. The crowd, they said, uh, the crowd was just pressed tightly in front of the artist lounge on the oh. right side of the stage or right side. Well, I guess right side of the venue uh-huh. the stage of the venue. And they said it just exasperated. That exasperated the dangerous con- conditions as the pressure among the standing bodies escalated. Oh, my God. Um, oh, wow. That's so weird. This is such a strange setup. Is this it? This you got to send it setup. to me. Okay, I'm going I'm, I'm I'm to try to remember to post it on, like, Instagram so people can see it. Okay. Strange setup. It, the area does, spending does look really small, though. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. That's strange. So the front half is like a concert, like standing. And the back half is where the artists are? Is that what I'm understanding from the layout? I thought the artists were on the right. They said because they said the artist stage was on the right. Like those. Oh. They basically set it up like a concert. Mm-hmm. Well, at least no one got like. I guess seriously hurt from it 
right? Yeah, I didn't see anyone that I didn't see that anyone got like seriously hurt. Just okay. I, I don't know. I don't know the injuries part that it was. It's what where I'm. A, I was a little confused. That doesn't seem like anyone like you know. No one. No one was like passing out or anything. Yeah, yeah. I saw this. It, it says a few. Some people were suffering from dehydration. Yeah. But... Yeah. I mean, looking at some of the the like the I don't know. I guess it's from Twitter or Instagram. I don't know where this is from, but looking at it, just you can see artists are like really worried. And they're like, hey, like, sit back, sit back. That's scary. You would think we would have learned by now um, yeah. how to control the crowd just a little more. And this isn't their first, um, this isn't the first time doing an in-person event. So I don't know. It's crazy. Maybe they were trying something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it's just because they had the artists on one side like maybe if they split them or spread them or somehow split up like the pit into like multi-sections or even mm-hmm. at this point, I feel like concerts need to stop having or concerts or award shows or whatever, just completely need to stop having a huge pit, like not, yeah. I don't know, pit, but like standing areas in general. Um, and if you are going to do standing areas, split it up into like sections so that like they're more manageable i don't know if you need to put like a divider so you can have security walking back and forth through it or whatever but i really think the best bet is to just have that be a seated area and have it assigned like when we went to the bts concert Mm -hmm. the floor had assigned seats i feel like that's the best thing to do to avoid anything from happening or having any issues i agree but they love doing these standing only things. I guess, I guess, because more people, more money. Yeah, but more people, more money. At what cost? Uh, I know. So, well, those are the only things that I had. All right. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the the episode like we typically do when we have items we're going to transition with our k-music picks of the week um melissa what was your pick my pick of the week is lullaby by iu um i had recently i recently watched josie i think that's how you say it Mm -hmm. but um okay so i recently watched josie um which is a korean movie on vicky and it's a remake of apparently an animated short story um it was really good. I didn't know it was a remake until after I watched the movie. Um, but it was okay. But anyways, the point is, the point of this is that the song was in the end credits. And when I heard it, I was like, this is like, sounds really nice. It's really good. Um, and yeah, it was just something that it's a new song that I, that came up for me. And yeah. Um, my pick of the week was Wavy's Nectar. I mean, I mean, granted, it's not in Korean, but like it's under K-pop when I have it downloaded on my phone, so I'm gonna roll with it, you know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I just really liked it. All right, so now we're going to do something we haven't done in a while. I feel like we're gonna do a review of Ten's self-titled Ten the Mini album um we're gonna start with our overall thoughts um 
I'll go first. Uh, I think this was a really good album. I There was not a bad song on the album. I mean, there were some songs that I liked more than others, but I wouldn't say any of them was like bad. Like I wouldn't just skip over them. Like I could listen to the whole thing multiple times. I mean, it's only 18 minutes, so it's not hard to do, <laughs> but <laughs> they were all enjoyable. And I think um, the songs went very well together, even though there was like, a mixture of genres they still somehow flowed well and I love a good album that does that um and yeah so those those are my overall thoughts Melissa what are yours um I agree um I liked the album his voice is very pleasant I've always thought his voice was very pleasant mm-hmm. he's not like the like a belter or anything he doesn't do like crazy runs but like I feel like he's always just had a very like smooth sounding like nice voice um and i don't know i thought it was strange because i don't know when i think of 10 i think of like i don't know how to explain it okay the best way i could explain is that like when i think of him i think of like water like moving moving like (laughs) like when he dances like he just dances very like flowy and like some of the songs to me but I don't know because I was thinking okay I'll just say what I was gonna say (laughs) but some of the songs to me were like unexpected first I didn't know that this was gonna be all in English although I feel like his other solo songs that we had I think we we reviewed like maybe one or two maybe one I know for sure I think like one of his other songs and I think that was also in English. Um, but I don't know. I, that, I mean, it was just a, a surprise to me this was going to be in English. I don't know why. It just was. It just was a surprise. But it's not even what I was going to say. What I was going to say was that I, when I think of him, I think of like him like flowing and like do, doing more like kind of like pop, but like soft pop. Mm-hmm. And so when I heard some of this, I, I think it was a couple songs. One of them was on 10. I was just like, hmm, this isn't what I would have expected him to do. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just, I can't see him on stage, like, with this, like, hard persona. Because <laughs> I'm so used to him, like, floating around on stage. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I also, but also, I'm like, well, I don't know. Because he's also, he was also part of, like, some of the subunits with NCT when they did like rap songs and he worked really well in those subunits. So, I mean, maybe he's just versatile like that. Um, or maybe I'm, I just really like the song and I'm just used to hearing him in with that kind of vibe because I listen to those songs a lot. Um, so I don't know. That's all I was going to say. Aside from that, aside from the fact that I was just like, like I felt like On 10 wasn't like a 10 song, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I still like the song. It was just weird hearing him with that type of like persona. That's all. But outside of that, I also liked that there was a variety of different styles on this album. Um, uh, and to me, I felt like Lie With You was the most, like, 10-like song to me. Based on what I had seen him do 
in the past, like with his solo works. But overall, I did like the album. Yes, those are my thoughts. Okay, Live With You is also a really good song. Um, <laughs> now we're gonna talk about our favorite songs for me. Um, Dangerous was one of my favorite songs. I think the chorus is just really catchy. And the second one that I really liked was Water. I just really loved the Latin feel to it. it had me moving my hips when I was listening to it. Um, this is actually a really good song to like listen. It's not song, sorry. I meant album to listen to just to kind of like hype you up low key. I mean, yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's a really good hype you up kind of um, album. Um, and yeah, so those are my two favorite songs. Melissa, what are yours? Um, I also like water, and I think I liked. I thought it was like kind of like a, like a Spanish guitar mm. kind of thing going on, which I guess I don't know. Is that different from black? I don't know. But uh, anyways, I like. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I, I really like. I really like that song too. I really like that song too. Um, and I also like Shadow. I really like Shadow. Um, I think, for what I remember, this had a little bit of a. You know, I'm not even gonna say it. I just really like this song. I remember when I was listening to it, I was like, "Yep, I like this song." Okay, so finally. To wrap up this album review, we're going to talk about the music video that he came out with for Nightwalker. Melissa, what are your thoughts? Um, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't sure I understood the storyline, but I found it interesting. Because um, to me, I don't know, because I was, okay, I read a little bit of what you said. And I don't know that I got that, but maybe I just don't know, didn't know what was going on. Because to me, I thought he was I thought he had like a certain persona like at work and like like he played like to me he played like this kind of shy uh scientist who like kind of kept to himself but then some some sometimes sometime in the middle of the night maybe after midnight doesn't the lyric say something about something happening after midnight so I thought maybe like after midnight he switches into this like dangerous kind of person so I don't know, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, but what I so I don't know. So although I didn't understand it really, I did think that that was interesting. That switch and that made the individual interesting to watch. Um, I liked the juxtaposition of the styling for his looks from when he was like this, like I don't know, shyer kind of lonesome. I don't know, scientist to like <laughs> this like more confident person. Um, and my favorite look from that part was when he had like the no eyebrows and he was wearing like a spur jacket and just like he had no shirt on and stuff. He just looked so cool. Um, that part was that that styling was really cool. So, yeah, those were my thoughts about the video. What about you? Um, I agree. The fur look was my favorite. Um, <laughs> I have a number jacket with silver pants outfit, like the most. Um, <laughs> I I like in the music video how he was controlling the. Well, I guess that I guess that was his coworkers, but like the dancers with his hand and their head was moving. Um, that being said, I think the dancing in this video was absolutely amazing. 
And I guess my, uh, yeah, I, def- I think we definitely have two different thoughts on what this music video was doing, <laughs> the storyline of it. Because I thought he had, because at the beginning he was reading a newspaper about missing biologists. Oh. And I thought maybe he had something to do with that. And I was wondering if it, like the specimen that he was looking at was the biologist. A little dark sorry about that guys but i don't know because like there was a point where like and i'm confused as to why he was getting arrested and then where did his co-workers go at the end did he do something to them i don't know um so yeah i was a little confused but i also like how i'm assuming he started also controlling the security people that came to get him at the end because they started dancing with him Hmm. So I thought that was cool. I don't know. He just looked really cool in this video. <laughs> and I also do like like the juxtaposition between like I guess the Shire person and like who he was. And I like the change in the hair because it was like mm-hmm. all straight and just very like I don't know. I don't know. Most of the time in the shows when I see guys that have that look, um, they're usually like the loner. They always make them, I don't know why that, I don't know if that's like loner hair. I don't know. But they always have that character with like the most straightest hair slightly (laughs) covering their face. And so it's just interesting to see him go from that. And then I guess when he became the Nightwalker is what I'm assuming that he was. I don't know. When he switched over, they like, he had a very, um, he had like a shortcut. Mm -hmm. And it really fit. He looked a lot more dangerous than he did previously. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was a really cool video. I'm not sure if I really understood it, if I got the point of it. But, I mean, it's up to interpretation. So, hmm. you have anything else to say about his album? Um, No, not about the album. But, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, maybe. I don't know about the whole specimens being <laughs> his co-worker. But... Maybe, but I did, but I didn't even. But yeah, I think he probably was being arrested because he had something to do with the disappearance. I forgot, or maybe I just missed that he was looking at the newspaper newspaper about a missing scientist. Um, interesting. Okay, yeah, that's all I was gonna say. All right, so now we're gonna move on to our final review of the K drama, A Time Called You. We're going to first give our thoughts on the storyline of episodes seven through twelve. If you missed our first review, you can pause this, go back to our previous episode of one thirty-eight. Um, hear our thoughts on that, and then come back here. Um. So, yeah. So, Melissa, what are your thoughts on the storyline for the last six episodes? Um, the, the second half was a lot more interesting than the first half mm-hmm. of the show. Um, I think that the beginning of episode eight, I feel like eight and beyond is where I was like, there's a lot going on. But I also think that looking back at it now, because it's only 12 episodes, they probably had to, like close the loop on a lot of things like really quickly mm-hmm. um so just a lot that happened um but yeah the epi- beginning of episode eight was pretty crazy um and i remember having to re like when i saw it like up until like 
I don't know. Should we have said that there's like a spoiler alert? I don't know. Anyway, spoiler alert. We're going to talk Ooh, about what happened. But I think we should also do just like a content warning for suicide. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. Any other content? I mean, death? Death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suicide and death. Just a little bit of darkness is really sprinkled in. Very much so in these last um, few episodes. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you, Amber, for that reminder. Mm. But, um, so, yeah, the I think up until, like, the car crash in 8, I was like, I don't think this is the same person. <laughs> I don't, for some reason, because the way that it started, it started, like, it was like almost like a continuation from seven. Like I thought he had like maybe made some friends or a friend and like they were just hanging out. And it wasn't until the car crash that I was like, well, and no, it wasn't until the hand touching. I was like, I don't think this is the same person. I don't think this is that she could. So I had to go back and rewind. And then anyways, I figured out this was the original Kuyonju. Um <laughs> And it's so funny because, I don't know, it's not really funny because they died. But when I was watching it, I was like, this scene looks really familiar. Mm. And I remembered watching this scene on Twitter. Oh. Like, it must have been around the time this show first came out. But I saw it on Twitter and someone was like, oh, yeah, so these uh, like they, 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 they never want they never want gay people to be happy in these dramas. <laughs> oh, my and God. I was like, huh. Doesn't seem like it either. <laughs> when I'm watching on Twitter and I'm watching the show, I was like, oh, this is what I saw on Twitter. This is what they were talking about. Mm. And I think it threw me, it threw me off because this is the first time in this whole show, in like seven episodes, where they introduce a gay couple, like out of nowhere. Very random. It was and I think that's what was shocking to me too. It was just like, this is the most random thing. Like, why would they do this? And then they had the I don't know. I want to say I want to say audacity. Like I don't know. It's just it's strange to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just this whole relationship was just so out of nowhere. Because then they put a straight man into a previously gay man's life. I don't know. I was just like, this is so strange. Yeah, I I was sitting there like, okay, so he doesn't like girls anymore. I mean, men anymore. Like. <laughs> What? So, yeah, that was that was something on a roller coaster. Mm. Um. Anyways, um. So that happened. Um. The other thing that I thought. Um. Well, I guess I guess I'll just go. The other. I guess the other thoughts I had for these episodes was I really liked the episodes where Nam Chihon or Nuke. <laughs> I just like called him. I guess technically he's the new Kuyonju or Yonju. Mm-hmm. Anyways, where he tries to get Hanjun, is it? It's Hanjunhee, right? Hanjunhee to fall in love with him again. Anyways, the I just I like those episodes, um, because this was because we finally saw more of. Because I think when we did the last episode, you were saying how we didn't really, and maybe I said it too, how we didn't really. No, we didn't really have an idea of what Han Juni's relationship with Ku Yeonju was like. And so it was hard for us to, I guess, feel for her. 
mm-hmm. in the sense that she it seemed like she like really loved him but we didn't see that and so it was just like there's a bit of a disconnect for us but it all but now that we're actually seeing like how they got together how they the relationship was I thought that was nice that we actually got to see the relationship with the Kuyonju that she remembers when she went back in time and she was just all like super emotional and like now it's like now okay I get it like he was such a sweetheart like it was such a sweetheart like when he brought her the cake for her birthday and her boyfriend was out here cheating on her Mm -hmm. crazy that was crazy um I just thought that was cute and how he got a part-time job just because she worked there it was just very sweet and just overall, I guess, I liked how they, when, I guess they had to, because otherwise people would have been even more confused, or at least I would have been more confused for sure if they hadn't done this, <laughs> but they did kind of reference back to snippets of scenes that we saw earlier, um, and I felt like that helped us get more, con- get, get, it helped give us more context of what was going on. I like the one that... Um, the one that I was thinking of was when Minju was, um, she was on top of the school building mm-hmm. talking to somebody. Um, and I think when they, when we saw, I think we saw the same scene, like one of the earlier episodes and um, Ingu was looking, was staring at her, watching her while she was talking on top of the building. Um, uh, but w- when I saw her earlier, I thought she was just talking to herself, like, but she was actually talking to Han Juni, and you remember this part? She was on top of the school building. Wait, so that's just not a whole new scene. That's just what was really happening. And I thought they were two different scenes. They're all they're the same conversation. I thought it was the same conversation because it was literally he literally did the same thing. I mean, like, wouldn't it be weird if I thought it was the if they were just it was the same thing. I thought it was too different. I mean, I thought, I mean, understood, like, he read her, read her, all that good stuff. But I thought it was two different moments. Like, when he first saw her, when he first wanted to get to know her and didn't want her to be lonely, that was, like, one scene. And then when she started talking to, I think they're two different scenes. Because, Are you sure? Yes, I think there's two different moments of her being... No, I'm not sure. Okay, I this is confusing. But in my head, it would make sense because when he first saw her up there, he he went to um that's when he first noticed her. And then this scene, mm-hmm. it was he was looking for her because they were already friends and she was supposed to come to tutoring, but she didn't. And so he went searching for her. Then he read her lips and then he ran up to the um to the rooftop to go find her, but she was already gone and had left her backpack. So he had her backpack. Not okay, sure so- why I added the backpack part in there. That was unnecessary, but okay. Okay, so those may have been two different scenes. But the one scene that that, that was the same was when um old Chan Chan Hui, he was uh staring at her um and through her window or whatever mm-hmm. he was standing outside her window not anyways so i mean that was the same scene as earlier because mm-hmm. i did think it was weird 
or at least at least not that it was weird. Like I thought he was weird back then too. But <laughs> but now we knew that it was actually Oh Chan Young from the future that was in his brother's body mm-hmm. that was staring at her. And that helped me give that helped give that gave me more context for that part. <sighs> okay, anyways, the whole point was there were certain scenes, maybe that's the one with Minju on her on her stand, screaming. Maybe not Minju on top of the school building. That's that was okay. Now that you're saying that, that was a different scene. But outside of that, there were other scenes that occurred mm-hmm. where when they came back, I was like, okay, this makes sense to me now. <sighs> okay, okay. And the last thing I was gonna say, um, I felt like oh Chan, oh not oh Chan Lee. Yeah, 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 no wait, wait. Ochanui was the was older same. brother. Mm-hmm. He's the older brother. Okay, so I meant Ochan Young, maybe. Okay, I felt like Ochan Young's mom should have had him committed after he killed the family dog, because that's just crazy. And the fact that that whole the, the whole part was just scary. Everything about Ochan Young was just so scary to me. Because the fact that he came back through time to tell his younger self to act normal or whatever, whatever society considers normal, so that he'll have an easier time or whatever, that's just so scary to me. Like, they should have had him committed a long time ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, and you can definitely tell that dog incident wasn't the first incident where, like, something freaked her out. So, yeah. That was just scary. That was pretty much my feelings about 7 through 12. Um, I had more thoughts about the ending and questions I had, but I felt like that I feel like that's part of my like overall thoughts. So, what were your thoughts? I I'm still confused, but um <laughs> <laughs> But I think I was on the same line as you as thinking that like Episode 8 was just crazy. And I also felt it was just like, what? Like, I was sitting there like, how does this fit? And then part of me was like, I don't even want to give the brain power to figuring out how it fits in. I'm just going to roll with it. Um, So, yeah. Episode 8 took me out. Um, Something else. I was really worried that it would end with Minju dying. Um, because it kind of felt that way until I clicked the button and saw that I still had half an episode <laughs> to go. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so it's not gonna end like this because I was I was sitting there like, what was the point of this whole show if she dies? <laughs> but <laughs> but it's okay, she doesn't die. So it's, it's cool. Um and I think for these last ones, I did like the twist of I mean, I don't know if it's a good, I mean, it's a twist. I just thought it was interesting, at least, that um, Junhee was the reason for Minju wanting to basically unalive herself. Mm -hmm. Um, Because at no point did I think that she was the reason. Like, I never would have thought it was her that technically, like, quote unquote, killed her. Um, And honestly, I think, I don't know if I said it on the podcast last episode but I do remember thinking like I think it was I don't know I think the beginning of when you know Junhee Junhee comes like comes into her body I guess because they don't really swap places she just takes over her body 
I was thinking if Minju comes back, like, how is she going to act? Because they're very much polar mm-hmm. opposites. And I was wondering, like, is she going to be able to keep it up? Or, like, does she just take over and, like, become the way Junhee was? Like, I, I didn't know how that aspect of it was going to work out. And so it was really interesting to see it play out in real life because she really couldn't, she couldn't pull it off. Like, that's just, it just was not in her character to do it. Um, and I also like the second twist of having Cha Young being being in his brother's body, which I think is what also led. I'm very curious to see if his older brother um, Chan Chan Hui um, ends up back at the psych ward. I guess not, because would he? Well, no, because he still would have been involved in helping her unalive her Minju unalive herself at that point. So I'm I'm still interested to see if that he, if he still ends up where he ends up. Like I don't know what happens there. Um, and I also hope they I hope they got the little brother somehow because that's like crazy. Um, but yes. Anyways, I just thought that was a that was an interesting switch up because everybody else were strangers, but these are like people that they know. Like mm-hmm. people are actually related to each other. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and I like that we also found, I guess, with the brother, we also found out how um, Ingyu, is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. how his how his air, hearing aid ended up at the scene. Because I know we were trying to figure out, like, why was it there? Who had it? I thought she had it. No, you, did you think she had it? I did think she had okay. it. Okay, well, she said she had it, but she didn't. So nobody really knew. But we now know because, like, his older brother was just being a nice person and picked it up and was going to give it to him. At least that's what I'm assuming. Um, he was going to give it back to him. So was that his? Was that his older brother? Or was that Chan Young who picked it up? No, it was his it older was, brother's body. It was Chun Hui because whenever what okay, so what what they did, I guess, I guess to help off the audience because you wouldn't be able to tell. Is they whenever he had his glasses on, he was Chan Hui. When he had his glasses off, he was Chen Young. So okay. he had his glasses on when he picked up the um the thing. So yeah. Anyways, the brother was trying to be nice, and that's why he left it there. So he left it there. I mean, gosh, different person. Chan Young left it at the scene so that he didn't get in trouble for it, basically. But um, anyway, so that was, yep, that's all I want to say. I just like those two little twists. I will also say that halfway through these last six episodes, I thought Minju was a little twisted by the way she was acting when she finally got control of her body. Like, it just really creeped me out. It was just creepy. She was, I just felt, I was very uneased by the way she was acting and how obsessed she was with Shion. Um and even when she was like practicing her smile I thought that was strange in the mirror and I was sitting here like girl what are you doing and I'm like someone is trying to kill you I mean this is before we knew that you know she she was going to kill herself but I was like, why aren't you worried about the person that's trying to kill you? And if you like Shihun so much, why aren't you telling him? Because I think um, Junhee was telling her that, like, oh, it's dangerous for everyone. Like, 
you need to tell them what's going on. And I'm just like, shouldn't you tell Sheehan if you really like him? Like, what? Like, what's going on, girl? Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought that was strange. Um, and then the last thing I was going to say, okay, this is what I was really confused about. This this one, my mind just couldn't wrap around, was I'm confused as to how Minju could write in her diary that, because um, she, because something that, was in her entry that was in her diary was that saying that Shihun is Yunjun. And when she was writing it, she was like, oh yeah, I wrote this to make you, you know, want to come back and travel back in time. But I'm confused how this time travel thing works, I guess, because how would she know that, that, that Junhee was in her body before she even time traveled back. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Does this make any sense? Yeah, no, I was confused at that part too. I was like, huh? Right, okay. Did, <laughs> I thought you didn't know. Cause, and it was because of, I thought it started with, I don't know. Like, I thought it didn't go, she didn't go back in time until she saw something. Or no, I don't know how, she, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I, I don't remember how it started. I mean, so. it worked, but like, I'm just, I mean, because that is one of the reasons she went bad, but I'm just confused as to, I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Because it just seems like she would have had to know, it almost felt like she would have had to know that it was going to happen, die being the old Minju that she was and then had been upset about it so she restarted life like I don't know like that's that's the only way I could see I don't know I I feel like maybe the writers put that in there to make her seem more like unhinged but it really just caused me confusion that's it um so yeah those those are my thoughts and questions and conundrums about the last six episodes um but do you have anything else to say about them no okay. <laughs> this is a struggle okay two this is one um so we're gonna give our over th- overall thoughts on the entire show um we'll also touch on if some of our predictions came true or not i can let you know right now that none of my predictions came true at least none of the ones that i remember because i remember i kind of babbled last week on the prediction side but none of the ones that i remember predicting came true so um that's an update on if my predictions came true or not um again something as I'm still confused. I think the overall thing theme is I'm confused about this entire show. I thought I would still get some clarification towards the end of the show. Like I feel like most of the time, even when shows are confusing, by like the last two episodes, I kind of have like an understanding of what happened, why it happened. But no, I'm still left with questions because I'm kind of confused about what happened to the real Yeonjun in real life. Um, because based on what we see with like Minju and Junhee, they should be existing at the same time, but just as different people living two different lives. And so I'm trying to figure out why would they both care about Junhee and wanting to be with her when clearly the real um Yeonjun had you know was gay so I'm confused as to like what 
Like, at one point, would he care about her? So, okay. I have something I want to say about that. Okay. <laughs> so, because I thought the same thing. But, you know, I thought that maybe... I mean, I think it's just, like, with the real Minju. Like, I think that they, he just, I think he maybe survived the accident. And he's just living his life. So they're both Shihun. No, Shihun is still Shihun. Okay, okay. So they met at the airport, right? So the two people oh. that meet at the airport... Is the guy that had the long hair Sheehan, and then the the other guy is actually Yunjun, but like past Sheehan stuck in Yunjun's body? I think so. How is that possible? Like I don't understand. Okay, yeah, that part was a little confusing to me too. But I thought you meant like in the end, like so because 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 technically in the end he cool yeah Shihan never went into cool yonjun's mm-hmm. body and so i was thinking that maybe the real yonjun just woke up from the accident and he's doing his own life okay now why Shihan showed up at the same at the airport with technically the same him stuck in cool yonjun's body I don't know, because that was confusing to me, too. Okay, I guess I should have gone up top when I was talking about the storyline of the last four episodes. I mean, the last um, six episodes. But oh. I was just... Yeah, okay. I... I yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I was thoroughly confused. Because I was like, how are you two existing at the same time? Like, you are the same exact person. That makes no sense. Yeah. Based on what we know. Okay, show whatever. Um, okay, well, um, confusion ensues. Um, and then I was wondering at the end of the series, are Junhee and Chiyun gonna start dating? Is that what was implied at the closing? I think so. Okay, that's what I got. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, that was one question, and then I have like a few more things to say um i think the actress that played um minju and junhee um her name is junyo bin um she played the two girls very well like very well and because when i saw the difference between junhee and then the way she was acting um how she played minju at the end when they were finally in that like abandoned building I was like, oh, this girl's, like, very convincing. Like, I see no signs of Junhee in her at all. And I feel like I feel like there's a lot of actors and actresses that, like, will have to play, like, two, two roles within the same show. And I feel like some of them aren't convincing at all. But she was really good. So I applaud her on that. She's a great actress. Okay, and then, okay, two, two more things. One thing I wish is that when they started switching back between, I guess, like, different moments or different times i wish they would have started putting the years um in it i feel mm-hmm. like towards i think for like the middle towards the end they just kind of expected us to assume what year it was except for the very end i think it showed i think it showed like it was like 2011 when they met back up on the bus but i feel like in between there they just kind of changed the lighting or the way the um 
the scenes were shot or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's lighting. I don't think it's called lighting. I think it's called... Color grading? Yeah, color. <laughs> the color of it. Um, so I wish I would have did that. But overall, I guess my final overall thought is this whole story was confusing. Um, <laughs> and this drama is just one that you just kind of have to watch and just go in, go along with it without asking questions. <laughs> Because, like, I just feel like if I were just watching it and not trying to figure out what's happening or even try to understand the aspect of, like, the time travel, maybe I wouldn't feel so confused or maybe I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Um, But, yeah, those are my thoughts as all over the place they might have been. Uh, Melissa, what are yours? Um, Well, my prediction was correct, but there are multiple people. Um, And so, basically, they were just, well, Minju... Han Junhi, Nam Chihan, Kuyanju, they were all doppelgangers of one another, except Oh Chanwi and Oh Chanyang were actually siblings. Um, so yeah. Um I also agree that the twist of Minju taking her own life was a shock um to me. So I thought that was a really good twist. Um I fully thought that someone um, had murdered her. Mm. I thought Oh Chan Young had murdered her. Um, and you know, well, okay, so now, never mind. I'll just keep going. <laughs> um, and I mean, just and just like a question that I had was, um, I wonder what happened to Minju since she didn't die. Like, I just, I just mm. wonder, like, what she ended up doing. Um, mm. Because I thought at the end he, I had to go back and, and see, but at the end he, uh, when Shihan saw um, Junhee on the bus, um, I thought I, I thought he had asked her if she was Han Junhee, but he had asked her if she was Kwan Minju. And so it made me think like maybe they must have drifted apart or something um, after high school. So I just wonder what happened to her. And I wonder what happened to Ingu. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Uh, I don't yeah, I don't remember them giving us any like details on like whatever happened to him. Um, so that would have been nice to know. Cause I mean, we were so invested in saving Ingu and Minju. It would have been nice to know what happened to them. And also, I guess that's my question because since they destroyed the tape player, did that mean that Oh Chan Young never went back into his older brother's body? So does that mean that the other girl, her classmate who was also killed, does she like never die? I would think so. Mm, hopefully. It just would have been nice to have some closure on the people who died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> like at least like a uh... I don't know. This is what they're doing, like a montage of what they're doing now. Yeah, they're not dead. <laughs> um, but that's all. Um, uh, but but overall, I I do think that um, I do think that although I was confused, and I'm still a little bit confused about some of the storylines and whatever. Although mm-hmm. although I am confused about that, I did I do think I like the, the overall message that I got from the show, at least for, for the two main characters, 
was that, you know, no matter what timeline they were in, they were always, you know, going to be fated to meet each other somehow, some way. Um, because even though, you know, she, Han Jun-hee did go back in time and that's how technically he met Han Jun-hee, Nam Shi-hon met Han Jun-hee. Um, they still, I feel like, but I also feel like this was, I don't, I don't know if it's really fate or if this was really like, even though she kind of, even though they stayed, she destroyed the tape player, there was still like some like remnants or something that was like in his memory. And so part of me is like, was it fate or was it just like, there's like a vague, like something in the back of his mind where like he like felt like he should know this girl or this person or, or that she was familiar to him in some way. And that's why they ended up together again in the end. But I don't know. It was just nice to know that they found each other in the end after all this. That's all I guess. Um yeah, that's all I was gonna say. Well, okay, my final like question kind of thing. Was just like so I'm assuming like I said earlier that Kuyon Jun is the, the original one is probably still alive somewhere. But I'm confused because, well, I don't know. I'm a little confused about this tape player thing. Because, well, no, he had the tape player first. So never mind. I forgot he had the tape player first. And he had, Shihan had mailed the tape player to Han Juni. Mm-hmm. So he must have, maybe he was the first one who had it. You know what? Never mind. I'm done. Uh, this was confusing, but it was still a pretty good show <laughs> overall, I guess. Okay. Yep. So we're confused. Okay. Um, <laughs> next, we're going to move on to a new section that we wanted to add, and it's called the online opinion. Do we agree? And this is just where we just like, you know, peruse the internet and, and saw what like everyone else thought about the show. And yeah, you know, if we agree with them, don't agree with them. Um, and yeah, so Melissa, what what's your take? Do you agree with the online opinion? Um, yeah, so I saw a couple, a few people talking about it on like TikTok and some of the comments were just like, um, some people thought that it was confusing and that they need to watch it again. Mm. Um, but they still liked it. It's so weird. People were, it's like, we're all confused, but we still Mm kind of liked it. So, (laughs) so strange. Um, and then some, some other people were like, oh, I understood it the first time. I'm just like, okay, do you want a cookie? Like, right. You're not you're not better than us right. because you got it the first time. <laughs> but I just want to say that I am of the opinion that it was pretty confusing. Um, I feel like towards the end, I sort of I don't know. I feel like although I feel like the only like back and forth, only time travel part that or or doppel I don't know the okay the whole thing with Ch- old Chan Young and his brother that was the only one that kind of made sense to me for mm-hmm. some reason because y- they were literally related and you literally saw like when he like took over his brother's body and when mm-hmm. he and when he was out of his brother's body and so that made sense to me and I don't know if it made sense to me because you clearly could see the connection between the two of them. And it just made more sense to me. Like, you knew for sure where Ochan Young was when he was in his brother's body and where Ochan Hui was when uh, 
he was in because he was technically in the psychiatric ward, I guess. But like it just made sense. But with Minju and Koyanju and like and all those and those other people, I was always that's why I was asking before, like, where is Minju? Like where is <laughs> if Hanjun He is in Minju's body, where is Minju? I don't know. It was just it was just weird. But I guess technically she was dead. So because if Oh Chan Young was in Oh Chan was in his brother's body and his brother in the present world timeline was in the psychiatric ward, I guess if you're if I think about it like that, like in this, like where are they in the the present timeline? Technically, technically, <laughs> was dead. So, but then where was the original Kuyanju? Because he wasn't dead. That's why I was wondering, was he living in his head? At, like, like, you know how um, Minju was in Junhee's head and then they flip-flopped at the end. But, like, yeah. was he also in there? Like, th- or does it not apply to him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know, because cause, cause we knew, because Nam Shion was technically in a coma that whole time, right? He was in... Uh, Kuyanju's body because didn't he say something something happened where he said oh he went back into mm. his his body back in 19 or what was it 2007 or whatever mm-hmm. it was um after the accident and he was actually in a coma so then is is Yeonjun just dead like see did he did he technically just die in the plane crash is that what happened? But Shihan was in his body before the plane crash. Right, but remember, right, but Shihan got in it. And when they met at the airport, he the the I don't, the long-haired him came up to him and was like, Hey, your plane's gonna crash, take the ticket, um, and get the next one so you can live and you can be with her. Um, and he was like, No, it's gonna mess up the time. Well, the the Shihan that short-haired Chihon was like, <laughs> was like, no, like it's going to mess up the timeline. I have to get on this plane. I have to die. Um, and so he gets on the plane. But if, but that's when we find out that if he dies on there, he goes back to his body. Blah blah blah. So does that mean oh. he just let Jun? What's what's that man's name? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> No, not Chihon. The Young Young Jun. Young does that mean he just let the real Yunjun die on the airplane? Is that where his life ends? Because if he's no longer in the body, the real him has to come to the forefront, just like how Min, like when Junhee leaves her body, Minjun's like, "Hey, I'm here now." Right? But would but he wouldn't have? I don't know. Okay. I guess I'm confused because I'm thinking like if he never if if Namjihan never went into whatever okay I don't I don't know girl what's that question we just we just working through this together oh I didn't didn't have a question this is my opinion um yeah I don't know I don't really I I don't know what happened to the real to the real him Hmm. in in the same timeline when he technically went into his body. That's what I was trying to figure out. That's the part that was always confusing to me. Like, okay, Minju is in his head. But, and then, yeah, if, if he was 
Anyways, um, <laughs> that being said, <laughs> that being said, I don't know if this is a must watch for people. Right, right. Um, I do find it interesting how, because uh, the reason why we wanted to watch this was because we had heard that it was a great show mm-hmm. and a lot of people liked it got good reviews blah 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 but I mean and maybe I'm just not a big time travel I don't I'm not sure that, I don't know I'm not really big on time tra- I'm not big on time traveling when it's not the same people that are time traveling back mm. to the said time said time or whatever like the specified time I I just I thought it was just confusing there was too many people I mean technically it was only like four six people that were involved with time traveling but it's like it was weird to me yeah it was weird to me that they were all different people and there was like because it was six of them and so it was like six different timelines that you're trying to keep track of and it was and and it was and it was also confusing that there was six of them that were time traveling i mean that we had to times with timelines timelines we had to keep track of but there was only two of them in the end that this show was really about right it was really about nam shi han and han jun he but they didn't make it seem that way they didn't and that and that's why i'm like why go through all this drama just for y'all to end up together like i don't know like why i did think it was cute though how when Minju was trying to imitate han jun he nam shi han she han knew from the beginning that that mm-hmm. wasn't her I was like, he knows his woman. He knows his woman. And I loved that. I did love that. Um, but anyways, I think that this show is, like you said, you know, if you watch it and without really trying to understand what's going on, I feel like you would enjoy it. Mm. But once you start, like, trying to figure out what's going on, it's a little confusing. And I don't know, maybe I do need to, if I watch it a second time, I'll, like, catch things that I didn't catch before. And I'll be like, oh. But, mm, I don't know. Yeah, that's my opinion. I don't know that I agree with people who say that it's a that it's a great show, but it is confusing. Anyways, what, what about you? I just wanted to add... Before I move on to, like, if I agree with, like, the online opinion, I think, I feel like this is something I I didn't get to say before. I didn't think about writing it down. Was I feel like last episode when we talked about it, we were talking about how part of the first six episodes, they were just kind of dragging. And they were just, like, filler episodes almost. Um, I feel like they should have taken that time to really build on the storyline in and like letting us in on pieces that would have helped us understand the overall storyline of the series because um I think you had mentioned like the there was just a lot packed into those last couple episodes Mm -hmm. they could have pulled it back a little bit and paced it better if they just used those previous episodes a little better like their time better but um yeah, that's all I wanted to add on that piece. Um, but the online opinion, um, 
yeah, I agree that it's also confusing. I saw a lot of people say it was confusing, but it was really good. And I'm just like, how did you say something's really good if you're so confused about it? But I mean, hey, it's whatever. Um, and before we were talking about like the whole airplane incident, I saw someone say, um, someone brought up the point that people were judging Minju for the way she was acting about Sheehan not liking her, but they weren't saying anything about Yunjun letting all those people die on the plane, like without saying like anything or trying to get like trying to like warn people don't go. I mean, personally for me, I was like, I get I get what they're saying about him not warning them, but like who was really going to listen to him? They would just think he's crazy. But I guess you could like cause a scene to make them ground the flight or something. Um, I've seen I don't know. Like, cause you know, if, you, if something happens on a plane, they can't take off. So if they cause a scene, then they wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to take off on time or they wouldn't be able to fly. So maybe he could have stopped it. But I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting take because I was like, yeah, now that I think about it, he could have did something to help. Like <laughs> he could have did something, yeah. but I guess he needed to die in order to go back to his body for everything to play out properly. But I just thought that was an interesting opinion. Um, and something else I found out through like reading people's opinion is that this is a remake of a Taiwanese drama called Someday or One Day, um, hmm. which I might watch because people love that version. And I saw a lot of people say, if you watch the original version, you'll hate the, not hate, but like you won't really like the Korean version. So mm. maybe the storyline is played out more. And they said that that version is 21 episodes. So that would help a lot in, um, you know, spreading out the storyline and giving us like insight onto what's happening. So maybe the Korean version was like, yeah, we don't want to do 21 episodes. So let's shorten it down. But they could have made it like 16 or something to give us more, um, I don't know, more insight. But I guess overall, like I somewhat agree with the online opinion. It is confusing. Again, like you said, I don't think it's a must watch. I don't think it's, I personally would not recommend this to someone. Like if someone's like, give me a K-drama to watch. I'm like, mm, no, not, I mean, you could watch that one, but like, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, oh my God, you have to watch it. Cause that's how I felt when I saw it on like TikTok and Instagram. It just felt like I needed to watch the show. Like you said, this is why we watched the show. But... <laughs> <laughs> he's not upset because like, like I'm just like I think maybe I have my expectations a little high when I was going into this because I've also watched other I mean I've watched other I feel like I watched other yeah no I've watched a few I've watched other K-dramas that had time travel in it and it was I did not get confused at all I understood like why they were time traveling where they were going how it worked um i even seen like american shows and movies just like other movies in general that weren't like k-dramas or whatever that involved um time travel and i think it was one of the movies that they had in the um in the k-drama what is it about time it's about time um oh uh, what was it called i think they even showed a clip of it um, but that was about time travel. I'm looking it up. Give me a second. Um, yes, it's about time with um, what's the girl's name? Um, Rachel McAdams was in it. 
Um, it was a good, it was really good, but he could um tide and travel in that one, and that made complete sense to me. So, and that was only two hours long. So I don't know what they were doing with this. That's what we watched, what, 12 hours worth of um of a series, and we were still confused. Like they could have done better. Or maybe, I mean, I understand they might have been trying to condense 21 episodes into 12, but they could have maybe taken bits out of it and not tried to pack it with so many twists and turns. Um, but yeah, so I'm very interested to see what the original one was about, because that seems like, I mean, it seems like a commitment, um, but <laughs> that would really like to watch it but i don't know what i'm talking about because like older dramas in general used to be between like 16 and 20 episodes anyways but mm. they've gotten shorter um but yeah so yep that was that was fun i don't know the online opinion was fun because i i got to see what others were thinking and i was happy we weren't the only ones that were lost in the sauce so yep those are my I guess I gave a little bit of my overall thoughts there. So I guess that's just like everything I had to say about this show. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, was there anything else that you wanted to say about uh, anything we discussed today? Ten's album, any of the topics, um, the drama? Um, I just wanted to say, I didn't say it earlier when you were talking about Jungkook, but he looked good. He looked good. And I don't know, him with his shirt off, not shirt off, like open with his little his little short sleeve. <laughs> he look good. That's all. Wait, but is it okay for him? I guess it's fine for him to do that well. Okay, whatever. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm assuming it is because they put it out. Yeah, okay. Um, and he's not the only one. Um, I think V did a collaboration with some magazine, I don't remember. <laughs> But V put something, put out something, well, not him himself, the brand he worked with put something out recently. And then I think like Valentino is like still putting stuff out okay. with Sugar. Um, and Namjoon, I think Namjoon is going to be releasing something soon. He has to. He's been putting stuff. They've been someone has been updating. I'm a little confused about the rules okay. in the military <laughs> when it comes to the phones. Because someone is definitely updating their Instagrams, mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's them or if it's like someone like on their behalf. Okay. But because um, I thought they could get in trouble for stuff like that. That's why cause, I don't know. I was thinking back yeah. to Big Young. Wasn't there like a whole issue with something that hit like his YouTube channel, him uploading videos and stuff? I think so. Um. So I was just wondering. But maybe if it's like a pre. Some, I mean, I don't know. Like, it was already done. They're not actually working on it. It's just being yeah. released later. Okay, that makes sense. Because I guess technically they would have already been paid for the deal. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's how I looked at it. Like, this is stuff they did before. And you only and you have certain contractual obligations and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. But I just wanted, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, great. Thanks, Amber, for for the, for adding that. Because <laughs> I, I also just wanted to add, he's supposed to be, apparently he's also the global ambassador for their underwear. Uh -huh. And so I'm just wondering when the campaign for that is going to come out. But anyways, um, 
well, okay. So I guess that's it for today's episode. Um, let us know your thoughts about the topics we discussed today. You can let us know on Instagram and X, formerly known as Twitter, at the underscore AM podcast. The links are in the description. If you like this episode, please follow us so that you can get notified when we release a new episode. Thank you for joining us. We hope you stay safe and we'll talk to you next time.